I'm Ryan Olson. And uh, I'm Nolan Ship. And we talk about American history. So for this week's episode, we will be talking about how does the history of America change the way you act, feel, and believe? Okay, so we are going to be starting off with our first question of the day or this episode. And it will start with my partner, Nolan, asking me, some questions about the U.S. history of American origins. So the first question today is, how do colonizers colonize and how does it work? Okay, so without any of my notes or anything, I'm just going to kind of come off the top of my head. So the way they colonize is they usually come from, well, anywhere in you know England or Britain, and they come on boats. And they bring as much as they can over, and then the you know the rich will get some land, buy some land, and then um, they'll eventually get their um, their slaves or just workers in general. That'll come from the lower class, and then they'll you know have them live at their houses or whatever, and then they'll they'll build off of that. So as far as I know, that's just kind of how it works. Is the the rich go there to get rich and then the poor go there to find work and then eventually if they make enough money they'll try to get some land but that's that's very rare they just take the land at that point yeah i guess i mean as soon as you get there there's no land there's no land no one owns land yet so i'd say they take the land exactly and then you know take the people living on that land like enslave those people living on the land yeah the natives and stuff yeah yeah and i mean they took their land and then took them kind of situation and then once they have that land, then they can sell it for what you were talking about. Exactly, yeah. So, so, so next question. So the next question is going to be, explain why America became important to Britain. Um, because they needed to get their traded goods from America over to Britain and vice versa. So they kind of became important to each other um, after the war and after all of the, you know, them – the being becoming an independent country. No, I mean like, I mean like when I'm when I'm asking them, it's like, yeah, the 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 pilgrims went over to America to colonize, and they colonized probably for many years, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, Britain comes in, starts laying on these new taxes. They're still on their own out there. They're still independent. Yeah, but. Britain starts finding importance in the colonies because of the, of the resources that they have. Yeah, the resources they have. Right, and yeah. they needed the tax money in order to pay for the war that they just were in. So that there was just there's a huge importance um, to Britain to have the taxes and to have those you know the colonists give them the things that they need. Yeah, from America. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and you could also say that uh, in class yesterday, we learned that it was becoming uh, expensive to protect the colonizers from, mm, from yeah. the indigenous people. Exactly, the so natives they, attacking So they started ta- taxing more on them as well on that front. Exactly. 
and then part of the intolerable acts when they were doing the uh, they were having the British uh, military go in and live in some of their houses and stuff yeah so I mean yeah there was a lot of a lot of things that they needed each other for yeah. I guess you could say yeah definitely all right so that leads us to the final question which is were the colonists justified in breaking away from Great Britain um I think I think it it would be justified because they were doing a lot of things that are just just not good I mean having having so many taxes and taxing them so hard is just not good and it, it was time to kind of ex- move away from them a little bit and have their own yeah, have their own place so I think their it, progress yeah to continue progressing as their own people right yeah, definitely. so and they're not you know they're not next to Britain they're not with Britain so create your own you know create your own thing then you can keep all those resources pretty much to yourself I mean there's still the trading aspect and I think that was probably the the bad part about everything is that they still needed British goods yeah you know the the clothing the hats the everything you know yeah, so definitely. so there was a lot of a lot of good and bad but I, I do think it was justified I do think it was a good idea for yeah. them to do so so, yeah. I, I feel like if Britain really wanted to keep the colonies in their territory, you know, they would have supported the colony without taxing it yeah, so heavily. Yeah, more than taking so much away You know, from because them. they're not really doing anything special for the colonies. Right? Know, the colonies are doing it all on their own. So, yeah, I feel like if they really wanted to keep the colonies, it would... <laughs> take a different way about it exactly I, I feel like that that is a serious thing like if they did go go about that a little bit of different you know a little bit different there wouldn't be you know independence from them and stuff like that like if they had gone about everything differently but that's that's part of history there's it went it went a certain way and that's how you can learn from history as well is definitely. they made those mistakes so don't so we don't make those mistakes in definitely. the future right definitely. so yeah no that's that's That'll uh, conclude interview number one. Perfect. Okay, now for segment two, we're going to have another discussion um, with a couple more questions that we will have a conversation about. So uh, question one today is in, 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 in interview two. How do indigenous people resist colonialism? Um, I mean, honestly, by fighting. I mean, because they're the what the big the two really big issues that the indigenous people had from the get go as soon as they showed up was that they were getting their land taken and their people were being enslaved. Yeah. Right. So. All they can do that at that point is fight back, do their best to fight back. But they couldn't because, I mean, the colonial people had guns. They had better, like, um, what do you call it? Like uh, the clothing, like everything that they had, they were more advanced. Yeah, way, there you go, way, way more advanced. So they were able to kind of take over very quickly and very well with a lot of power and strike it quick, right? So, and... And a lot of the times, the indigenous people got kind of, um, I wouldn't say finessed, it was more of like a, yeah, I mean, finessed, but in a better better word. Manipulated. Yeah, very. Because at first, they were like, oh, yeah, trying to be all cool, right? Talking about, oh, yeah, 
you know, we're we're gonna work together and we're gonna do this yeah. and do that. Yeah, get a trade system. Exactly, and then they kind of got yeah, effed mean, over, you right? Could take I mean, that back to Columbus. You could take that back to Columbus. You know, manipulating the native people and then taking all their stuff, taking man. all their stuff, enslaving all their people, and then they fight back with yeah, violence. Exactly, because that's all you can really do. You and can't like, really do anything else. They have no political power. They have no economical power. They have no way to get exactly. to the colonists besides fighting. Exactly. So, and then for our second question, uh, identify and explain the interaction between different social groups in early America. Okay, so, and then describe what life was like between the groups. Okay, so if we're talking about lower and upper class people, in the first segment we talked a little bit about how the upper class came in and they immediately started taking land and from the indigenous people and kind of you know bringing their slaves, slaves and you know indentured workers, servants. indentured servants over and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it was a, it was an okay uh, in the beginning um, relationship because the way they advertised being an indentured servant was very good. Like, they advertised it good even though it didn't turn out to be the, really the best because they would say, oh, you know, you come from no food and stuff. You'll come over here. We'll feed you. You work for us. You work for three to four years and you make enough money to get your own land. And then so – the whole idea was for them to be able to move up, right? Move up in the world, move up a class, and then have a better future for their families and stuff like that, even though it turned out to not really be the best. So, and, because, and that's because the upper class kept them down. Exactly. So, and they, they found ways to be able to do that, right? So, um, it, was, it was all kind of deceiving and um, of the upper class. Yeah. So, and that's where question three comes in, where, we, where we're going to talk about when are revolutions justified. And I'd say they're justified any time that the upper class, like, like they did, would deceive the lower class. And they would, you know, tell them, oh, yeah, all this good stuff, and then do the opposite. Because then you need Especially to... Especially with indentured slaves and, and yeah. slaves... And then the indentured servants you know, together, is, right? And separating them with the new laws. Exactly. Keeping keeping uh, the power in the landowners. Exactly. And keeping keeping all of that for themselves. So I think when you get the um, the the really big revolution we talked about this week, and I forgot the forgot the person's name, but it was where um, this guy brought together the indentured servants and the slaves, and they tried to. No, they did. Or they did. Yes, they they did very well too. They ended up um, being able down. to burn down the uh, co colonial capital, and that worked very very well for them. And um, eventually, they were able to get more power and more rights. Um, but that didn't really last very long, right? Yeah, they because had to make new rights to keep them down. Exactly, the the rich and the powerful had to be able to give them false power or false hope in a way, in order to keep their own, right? So, um, yeah, I think it it was just. I think revolution is justified at that point. Exactly. Where it's like you know, I I can't do anything to get out of my situation. I'm being held down. I'm being oppressed. 
you know, it's time to get people together yeah, as, as and soon as there, what's happening. Exactly. As soon as there's too much oppression, that's when I think it'd be justified, right? Yeah. So, but that will conclude our second segment and this week's um, podcast. podcast, man. So, uh, hope you guys enjoyed and uh, we will catch you guys next week. Peace. Okay, psych, we have one more part of our second segment. It is our third discussion of the episode. And we're starting off with one question out of three. What have you learned that supports how we see ourselves as a country today? Okay, so what have you learned that supports how we see ourselves today as a country? Okay. Um. I think well, we've learned a lot, actually, about how how the mistakes that were made, but also the good parts that came from it, right? So there, there weren't as many good to begin with because, I mean, there's you're never going to have a straight, like a perfect beginning, right? There's always some problems that you're going to face, especially with creating a brand new government, right? But this is, this is the platform and the base of our government today right it you know with the, the constitution the constitution we that is our lives especially right now in the way our country's run right now we are super focused on the constitution at this point and there's been some adding some changing but not much right so we a lot of the things that happened in the early what was it 1700s yeah. right I, like it still goes on today especially with the constitution the way we run the government, the elections, the, you know, we, we elect people based off of the, you know, what they, what we want them to represent us. I mean, all the rules we've ever made since then has been based off the constitution. Exactly. So all we've been doing is interpreting what happened back then. Yeah. And using it now and changing it as much as we feel the need to, but we haven't changed it, you know, a crazy amount. Right. So, you know, like, we learned from the slaves that that was not good. That was a wrong thing that got put in now into our country. We have that fixed into our country. Yeah. So, and that brings us to our second question. So what have you learned that doesn't match what we think of ourselves as America? How does it conflict so what have you learned that doesn't match what we think of ourselves as america um like very much uh indentured servants i think yeah actually you know i didn't really know i didn't really know much about that i thought it was only slaves yeah to be honest with you yeah that's one of the new things i've learned is that there was many 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 people in indentured servitude and you know today that's just that it's seen as mind-boggling. Wrong. Yeah, that's it's crazy. It's seen as majorly wrong. Like, I can't go out there and like indenture myself to work. It, right? I, it'd be like that's hard. I mean, yeah, there's still like I mean, you sign contracts like the military, for yeah. instance, right? I mean, you sign a contract for four or five years, you know, whatever, and that, but that's but not necessarily. Paid. Yeah, you're you're paid, and there's a guarantee you're gonna get out. Yeah, there's it's it's all guaranteed and, and you're not you're not necessarily stuck you know what i mean so there there are a lot of more options nowadays so you know it's just kind of it's still mind-boggling that you know 
we at some point did something like that yeah right and even you think about slaves and it's like oh you know i've heard about it all my life and all throughout school and every everything due to history ends up going to slaves and stuff yeah but it's still crazy to think that we did that in general and that that was such a big thing for so long and and you know the older you get the more you learn about it the more harsh stuff you learn about it and that stuff to me is like i don't want to you know, if, if that stuff was still going on today, me personally, I wouldn't want to be an American if that stuff was still going on, right? I don't think anybody would, but, you know, that just, it, it's so wrong. So, you know. It's very different from what. Exactly. So, you know, and it, and it creates, like, those things, like, even create conflicts, t- like, today. Like, there seriously, there there are still conflicts over, you know, rights of different people and, the ability to do certain things and like literally today yesterday that you know the past few months there have been in our government changes and people are angry people are happy there's so many different things going on and it all actually happens to have have to do with um you know the way we view other people right now so you know it, it creates conflicts and it's always creating there's always conflict right so you know, it's just, you know, it's one of those things. So, and then for our third question, if you want to read it. Yeah. Uh, what TV movie character is America at this time in history? Oh, wow. That's a hard question. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand that. I've been reading it, but um, TV movie character. So, we got to think of right now in history or back then in history? I think it's right now American uh, America at this time in history. Oh, at this time. So the okay. So oh, no, old time. So old so time. Seventeen hundred. So I think you gotta think of like a uh, very stern character, very stubborn, very stuck in his ways. Yeah. Um. Man, that's a. Uh, I maybe uh. Uh. Uh, the Great Gatsby. Yeah, because you know the upper class at this time was just like, you know, this is how, what we're doing. This is how we're gonna do it. And I don't really care. Exactly. We're, we're gonna keep you guys down. We're gonna keep doing our own way. That is so. That's a. That's really good. Yeah, yeah that's know. a really good one. I I completely agree with that. Yeah, man. I mean, I'd say yeah, the Great Gatsby. Um. So we explain why and give reasons. I mean. He gave, he gave a great you know explanation of you know the way everything has gone since then right so um, and and how that how that portrays like how the movie was portrayed and how similar it is to that time period yeah. so and that's gonna wrap up the time for today yep and um, then we're gonna close after this so we're gonna stop it. Thank you.